This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know, they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you go. And welcome back to another edition of The Credentials, where I'm your host, Charles Stewart. And today's topic of conversation is... Hmm. Hmm. Drum roll, please. All right, accepting accountability, right? Who holds you accountable? Now, accountability, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the willingness or obligation to accept responsibility for one's own actions. That's the literal definition. Now, my personal definition of accountability is the willingness to live up to your own expectations and standards that you have stated for yourself, to yourself, to others, or in nowadays to to your social media platforms. Now, the reason why accountability is the topic of conversation is because, well, I'm actually in in a group chat, right? Like probably most of you all are. And in our group chat, right, Five Band Royal, shout out. Shout out Five Band Royal, one one of the most impactful group chats in the world, right? Um, We had a conversation coming off my last podcast where I did the 21 life hacks. And in our conversation, it was actually uh, yesterday, which was the 23rd of March. So Tuesday, we had a conversation, right? And basically, one of my homies decided to G-check me on what I said from the podcast, (sighs) right? So I love it and I appreciate it and I respect it. And he just making sure that, you know, there was no, uh, as we like to say now, there's no cap in my rap. And he was making sure that I'm living up to the standards that I say on my LinkedIn and my Instagram and and to myself, along with, since he's a a good friend of mine and circle of influence is very important, he's making sure that I'm living up to the expectations that he has for the people he associates with. And to me, that's perfectly fine. And that's honestly something that should be valued and appreciated um, if you have a person like that, that holds you accountable and holds you to certain standards that you set for yourself. Now, accountability is tricky because it's a tough conversation. Whether you, When you're holding yourself accountable, a lot of times your brain or your mind will play tricks on you. And you're hearing that groaning because that's a lot of times how accountability conversations work. It's it's painful. It's tough. It's self-evaluation, especially if you're in a situation where you're not where you want to be. You know, because it requires you stripping away, at least from a male perspective, stripping away your, your ego and your pride in getting down to the nuts and bolts of what's going on. Is it good? Is it bad? 
Do I need to maintain? Do I need to continue? Or do I need to backtrack and approach it and go a different route? Now, full transparency, like I said, accountability is tough. So this was a very, very, very um, interesting conversation. It lasted hours. You know, we, we texted and we FaceTimed um, amongst our group. And like I said, it included jokes. You know, I called he called me a Darrell Rivas lookalike <laughs> and I called him a, a Kirk Franklin clone. <laughs> you know what i'm saying it it required research it required comparisons it required uh, trolling it required yelling it required talking over points it required talking over each other it required listening and more importantly it it required empathy and 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 self-awareness which are all normal and appropriate when having accountability conversations because one of the keys now let's go to some of the some of the takeaways from this conversation right one of the keys is for this conversation an accountability conversation to be effective is can you talk what you type you know accountability conversations because of the nature like I said being very uncomfortable must include some type of face-to-face at some point you know it can't just be all texting um, because texting has no context or no no tone to it and as we know in conversation or not in conversation in communication context and tone are two very, very important elements when we're talking about communication. So, in my opinion, at some point, we needed to do a FaceTime to further explain how he felt, how I felt, how the rest of the group felt, so on and so forth, to to continue the dialogue and to honestly clear the air. Because as we all know, texting is a very, it's its own communication in itself, you know, and it's very tricky and, and it's a lot of misinterpretation in my opinion. And honestly, I'm not really a fan of texting because my characteristics and my personalities don't don't mix well <laughs> with with texting. So that's just from my perspective. If just think about it for a second. If the person is texting you all these what the what we deem to be accountability phrases as in terms of, you know, why are you doing this instead of that? Or didn't you say you're doing this and so are you doing it? you know, things of that nature, if they can't say that to your face, whether it be in person or FaceTime or a Zoom or whatever the case may be, how how credible is that comment? You get what I'm saying? How, how 
how do you even know that it's their words? How do you know it's not somebody else's words and they're just using that person's platform, which in which platform in this case would be that person's phone, you know, or that person's laptop. You know what I'm saying? Um, to me, that's just that's just not genuine. In my in my opinion, because if you so, if you feel so strongly to let your thoughts and your feelings be known through typing, then as we as they like to say, right, keep that same energy, keep that same energy and say it to my face and let me see if you're being sincere, because accountability, I have to. There has to be some type of connection because there is there is a se- a difference between being someone trying to hold someone accountable and being a hater or being a negative a negative connotation or or actually condemning that person. You're not being accountable, you're just condemning or or as I like to use in that group chat yesterday belittling. You know, you're trying to belittle that person and not project your thoughts or your insecurities on that person. So if you have that much energy to to type it out, you know, and, and send through text or send on a long-winded Facebook post or Instagram post, whatever the case may be, or you use all 240 characters, then be able to reciprocate that same energy face-to-face and say that to that person's face because then that's sincere and then that's genuine. And then that's how the conversation continues, and that's how you actually make that person who you're trying to hold accountable actually probably take steps towards maybe addressing the the situation or, or circumstance that you are or that person is talking about. And like I said, accountability is tough. However, I would rather you say that to my face than behind my back. Because like I said, to me, if you could say it to my face instead of behind my back, then we can build, I, I respect that, and we can build some some trust and and some understanding as to how to address and attack the situation. And And to me, if you're going to say it to my face, it should be in my face or amongst people. Because sometimes you, you can't get the one-on-one. However, if you can't get that one-on-one, it better be in an environment with people that you both trust, respect, and appreciate You know their opinion or, or, or their thoughts or, or things of that nature. It, it it shouldn't be in some open forum where people you you both don't know, don't trust, or don't care for have a inside look into what's going on with the situation and allowing other people to have an opportunity to pounce and turn an accountability conversation 
into a condemning conversation or a hater conversation because it is a very thin, thin, thin line, honestly, between accountability and being a hater and and being a, a belittler, if that's even a word. Hopefully that is a word. You know, because like I said, uh, another another form of accountability a lot of people like to do, which they think it's accountability, but it, it really isn't, is subtweeting. You know, a lot of times, you know, we as modern people, social media is a big part of our, our lives. So a lot of times we'll see subtweets of people posting something and you know it's directed to a specific person. And instead of calling that person or texting that person to set up a call or FaceTiming that person, you post a cryptic meme or a a, a cryptic tweet or something of that nature. Instead of doing that person a favor, if you supposedly, you know, really appreciate them, really respect them and and really want to see... their best interests at hand at all times, instead of going to that person, you're going to subtweet it. You're going, that's lame to me. And that's not accountability. That's you being a coward and not saying it to that person's face and not being genuine with your intentions. In my opinion, these are all my opinions. Because what's important and the reason why accountability, I think this is a great conversation. I'm so glad, you know, my, my group chat gave me my, my topic for, for this week is because everyone in that group chat, we all have aspirations. We all have goals of being high earners, high achievement, and successful from a monetary standpoint as as well as just from an overall human being standpoint and to me if you want those things then you better start embracing accountability because like i said our brains by nature are gonna sometimes trick us into thinking sometimes i think you know what i'm doing is a lot or my brain will say, hey, what you're doing is a lot. Don't push it. Don't do that much more. You know, don't go the extra mile because you're already doing, look what you're doing. So you don't have to. You could take it easy in this or you, t- you could take it e- easy in that. You know, our brains will do that to us because of various factors. That's just the way it is. So. Knowing that or having that idea in my head, I know that sometimes I need external accountability as well as my normal internal accountability. Because, like I said, the the high earnings, right, the high achievement, at the end of the day, if you really think about it, 
that's determined by others. That's not determined by yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to pay yourself the millions and billions. It's other people that are paying you the hundreds of thousands, the millions and the billions. All right? You're not the one that's going to say or you're not the one that's going to validate the achievements. So to give you an analogy, in, I use a sports analogy, right? LeBron James doesn't get achievements based on what he says, even though a lot of people might say, oh, he's the MVP this year or he's the best player this year, right? It's others that determine whether or not he's the MVP. And others, like last year, said, no, Giannis is the MVP. And obviously everything's subjective, but at the end of the day, it's determined by others. It's not determined by you because individually, we're all going to naturally say, I'm the best or I'm the most deserving or I should get paid or I should get, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, whether we like it or not, that high achievement, that high, that high earnings, that's all determined by others if you really want to get down to, to the root of it. Other key takeaways I got from that accountability conversation yesterday was how did this make me feel, right? And personally, I did feel attacked. Aww. Right, I I did I did feel attacked, and that's okay. That's that's actually normal, you know. Accountability, like I said, it's an uncomfortable situation, and in my opinion, requires tough evaluation to for it to be the most effective in order to get the end result. Because if you work hard in accountability, then it translates to the actual situations that you need to work hard in in order to get the result that you want. You know, if you take accountability as a half-hearted thing or a not serious thing, if you don't really deep dive into it, then you're not going to get the actual benefit of it. And... It's just going to feel like a hater is talking to you, you know, or um, a person that doesn't like you. Because like I said, it is a tough evaluation, in my opinion, for it to be most effective. So once again, it's okay and normal for a conversation like this to be that way, right? The key is having that understanding and and that awareness to know that don't take it personal. Take it for what it is. Because at the end of the day, accountability is it's opinions. It's it's not facts. It it's opinions. Right? So Take it for what it is, digest the material or the information that was said or the opinions that was said, make an evaluation, 
and then proceed to continuing on your action. Now, if you want to go further, right? Now, why did this make me feel this way? The reason feeling attack came to my mind is because his premise was based off of assumptions. Meaning... He didn't come with 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 facts of you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that, or you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. He's just assuming and then seeing what I'm going to say. Or if I had something to say. And like I said, the reason why I feel attacked is because I had a lot to say. And more importantly, I have a plan, a course of action, and a purpose for that action. And you got to realize accountability is, is a challenge for you when someone's externally holding you accountable. It's a challenge to you saying, now explain it, or now prove it, or now show it. You know? Um, Because it's okay if someone's holding you accountable and you don't have the, the proof in performance, but you have the plan of action. And you are systematically executing that plan of action. Now, it's not okay when the person is challenging you or accusing you of doing something, not doing something, and you have no response but to just insult them or accuse them back. Well, I mean, you can do that, You can you can do that, however, because you're entitled to, you know, feel and do however you please. However, what I'm saying is it's not productive. And if that happens, now if I was in that situation and I'm realizing I'm just attacking and insulting, I got to look deep down in myself and say, damn, does this person have a point? <laughs> you know, do, does this person... This person might know what he, what he or she's talking about, and maybe I need to do some some self reflection as to why don't I have an answer, or why don't I have a plan, or why am I not executing my plan? Right, because you also got to realize too that accountability requires a level of self-assurance and self-confidence. When when you're actually doing accountability right, and once again, just to remind you, accountability is the willingness or obligation to accept responsibility 
for one's own acts for one's own actions, right? That's the literal definition. So to bring it back to this point, right? I'm comfortable with the actions I'm taking because it's a part of my plan. I'm comfortable with my plan. And at the end of the day, it's my plan. It's my marathon. It's my race. It's my prerogative on how I feel to best achieve the goals I've set out for myself. And that should be a person's mindset when in an internal or external accountability conversation. How did I respond when feeling attacked? To me, this is a continuation of what I, what I last just stated, but also the key aspect of, kind of, of an accountability conversation in my opinion, is how do you respond? Like I said, you know, I was self-confident in understanding and sticking to the plan I created for myself and understanding that he wouldn't understand my current situation because it is nuanced, right? So, for instance, just to give you some, some insight in the conversation, he was telling me that I was lazy because I didn't pursue certain opportunities, you know, that I'm, I'm being lazy because I'm not pursuing certain opportunities. And he's entitled to feel that way. And in an accountability conversation, that's what it's about. You know, he knows from my history and my past that being lazy is... That's just not how I, I get down. So outside looking in, he feels like I'm being lazy. Or just, a, like I said, a random G-check to see. He feels like I'm being lazy. I could be doing more, right? However, he doesn't realize that in the agency business, in the management business, flexibility is essential. And the ability to move around on a moment's notice or the ability to not be restricted to a certain area in a a certain location for a certain period of time is detrimental to the agency management industry. You know, flexibility is king. And in order for me to pursue the opportunities he was talking about, it's taken away from my goal and my mission on what I'm ultimately trying to do. So what am I going to do? Obviously, I'm going to pursue what I have been pursuing and continue to do that, right? Like I said, an accountability conversation, in my opinion, is not a conversation where you hear what they say, oh, yeah, so you do it their way. No, it's more of you hear what they say, and now you got to figure out how do you make what they say, how do you put it into your form, 
or how do you execute what they're saying in a way that you know best or most comfortable with or a mixture of both, right? So that was just some of some of the accountability conversation. And I think that's a pretty good example in, in realizing, like I said, you got to stick to your guns. At the end of the day, I'm living, this life I'm living is for me. It's not for anyone else. It's the life I want to live for my myself based on the information I've received and, and the objectives I'm trying to hit. Right? I'm not trying to hit these objectives for him or her or anyone else. I'm hitting them for me. And like I said, that's why these conversations are tough because if you don't have that kind of self-awareness and, and mentality heading in, into a conversation like this, then you can get lost in a sauce and swept away. And I'll give you a, another example. Um, another sports example. In in high school, I changed, I, I changed my jump shot, and it was working. And then I get to 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 school, and the coach tells me I need to change it again because he feels like it's not going to be effective. It's not going to work. And at that time. You know, I decided to do that, even though when I'm using the jump shot I changed it to, it was effective and it was working against the competition that he said it wouldn't work against. I just listened because, oh, you know, he he's the coach, so just do what you're told type of mindset instead of thinking to myself, well, why change something that is effective and is working? And also, if you realize in the game of basketball, there's a lot of different ways to get that ball in the basket. And a lot of times, the people who were told, hey, it wouldn't work, it's not not going to be effective it's it's unique or whatever the case may be they yet they still made it to the highest form the nba you know i think of like a sean marion i'm pretty sure his whole life he was probably told change your shot change your shot change your shot however he stuck to his guns he was like nah this is effective it's working and it's working against the competition that you said it wouldn't work against so i'm not going to listen to you and the results are what they are so to bring it back, right, how do I respond when feeling attacked? I laid out comparisons, research, and talked through my plan of action and the why behind my plan of action. So that's the appropriate response. And then after we do that, then we get into the jokes and the, and the trolls and, and the things of that nature. However, you can't get to the jokes and the trolls and, and things of that nature unless you're able to express comfortably and confidently your plan, the purpose for that plan, and the steps you're currently taking to achieve that plan. 
and the why behind that plan. So those are some of the factors that you need to take into account when responding to a a tough accountability conversation. Because like I said, they're pretty tough. (laughs) Now, to wrap it up, as you can see, I take this topic of accountability very serious. And I think it holds a lot of value in everyday life and is something that doesn't happen nearly enough as it should amongst us as as people, you know. Um, A lot of us don't have people in our corner that are willing to be the villain or the bad guy to bring out another person's inner good guy. You know, being a person that that starts a an account a, a genuine accountability conversation, it, it takes some guts and it, and it takes some some willingness to 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 receive backlash and criticism because. You're going to sound like a hater, point blank. <laughs> you're going to sound like a hater. You're going to sound like a belittler. You're going to sound like a non-believer. However, it's those conversations, it's those people that, if they're genuine and, and the conversation is really real, you got to hold on to those people very closely and very tightly. And, and one day, you're all. One day, if you really apply it, you're going to thank them in the future, 100%. You know, 100%, you're going to thank that person in the future. Because at some point when that light, that light switches and that, that, that switch flips and it all comes together, after time has passed, you're going to learn to appreciate and think that person or those people who were willing to have those uncomfortable conversations. Right? Because I'd rather have a accountability, accountability partner in my corner than a yes man in my corner. Or an accountability partner than negative negative Nate or Nancy in my corner because it's those accountability buddies right that are gonna help push and grow you because you gotta be comfortable being uncomfortable that's 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 the name of the game that's the name of life and and accountability conversations help you be uncomfortable, help you th- learn to thrive in being in uncomfortable, and more importantly, you're developing a backbone. You know, having an accountability accountability buddy helps you build a backbone, helps you build 
a foundation in yourself and your beliefs and your thoughts and helps you really cement what they are. Or if they don't cement it, they they make you realize, you know what? I need to start creating that 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 cement so I can create eventually create those that concrete or that street or that paved road that that takes me to where I want to go. And it starts through first, it starts through internal accountability conversations. That's another reason why I'm so comfortable when my friends or my family holds me accountable is because I have these conversations all the time with myself. And I'm able to be honest and forthright with myself. First and foremost, that's the major, major key. And then second, now when I have these external conversations, I have the appropriate mindset in, in the thought process heading into them and going into them. And, you know, I, I'm going to, because I, I hold people in my circle accountable. So it was, it was also nice and refreshing to, for ha- someone in my circle to, you know, hold me accountable and making sure that there is no rap in my cap. I mean, no cap in my rap. <laughs> and, and making sure that I'm still doing the necessary things in order for me to have that high achievement, that high success, and all the other things that I value and appreciate. Because, you know, it, it takes, it, the real get the riches. How about that? <laughs> the realists get the riches. Because, and, and keep in mind, realists is not the best. It's the realists. Not the best get the riches, but the realists get the riches. Because the realist knows this is what it is, and this is what it isn't. And this is what it is, all right, this is what it is. Let's keep going. If this is what it isn't, all right, how do I make it? This is what it is. So we ended off off there, right? So once again, to summarize, who holds you accountable, right? Are you holding yourself accountable? which is the first and foremost, that's the number one person that should be holding you accountable, yourself. And after yourself, is there, I don't know, two to five people that really hold you accountable, that really make sure you're doing the things that you say you want to do, that are holding your feet to the fire, Who, who who are those people? And remember, you're supposed to feel uncomfortable. It, it's gonna it's gonna sound like an attack. And when this happens. How are you going to respond? 
And when you think about how you're going to respond, why are you going to respond like that? Why are you responding like that? And lastly, just remember to be grateful that they're saying it in front of your face instead of behind your back. That they took the time and the courage and the effort to help you realize you have things you need to address and just making sure you're on top of it. Or I thought, because to me accountability is you're saying this and that and, and it doesn't look like it. How come? Right? So, there it is. Who holds you accountable? And, like I said, be grateful for those people. And at the same time, make sure it's genuine and and it's real. And know the difference between Accountability and being a hater. Simple as that. Once again, Generational Sports Partnerships and Productions appreciates you viewing and or listening to this original content series. Let this empower you towards positive action. Now let's be great.